This is the DTV Digest, the podcast that brings you news and reviews of films which didn't make it to the cinema. And now, here's your host, Mike Parkin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the DTV Digest. I'm your host, Mike Parkin, and joining me tonight is Stephen Lockridge. Hello. This week, we've got three main films to review. We're going to kick off with Emil Hirsch in Inside Man. Then we have an Australian thriller called The Cost of Vengeance. And then it's off to Moldova for Air of the Witch. Our short shot this week is Rays of the Cyborg. And our DTV throwback is a film called Rockaway. So without further ado, let's crack on. Our first film, then, is Inside Man. Based on true events, a disgraced police detective seeking redemption by going undercover to expose a violent crime syndicate. But as he sinks deeper into the mob, the price of absolution may be higher than he can afford. Hmm. Um, this, this is one of those weird situations, Steve, where... You know, we've seen so much of Emil Hirsch recently mm. in in DTV Land that you know, just hearing his voice now, I'm going, oh, that's, okay, it's it's Emil Hirsch. You know, I think I think yeah. the film starts with like his you know his eyes reflecting in the in the uh, rearview mirror, and then yeah. his voiceover starts. I thought, I know who this is. You know, it's straight away. It's like okay, we're so we're getting pretty familiar with Emil Hirsch now, sort of in in DTV. DTV land after the likes of John Cusack and um, Stephen Dorff, uh, you know, all those sort of sort of character actor kind of guys sort of now, now getting into our neck of the woods. Um, yeah. I thought this was pretty decent overall. Um, yeah. It's the DTV version of Donnie Brasco, isn't it? Basically is, 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 is sort of, sort of, you know, there's, there's a bit of, um, Goodfellas, bit of Goodfellas, bit, bit of a bit of um, Sopranos kind of thing in there as well. But I think I think you know the, the accents and everything were quite measured. It, you know, it wasn't over the top. Um, bit too much voiceover from Emil, I thought. But other than that, I thought you know for a film set in the eighties, I thought it was pretty well done. How about you? Yeah, I mean. It's, it's, you know, promises going to our shop, but it's nothing that we haven't seen before a million True. times over, you know. Exactly, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's one of them. There's no real shocks or surprises or, you know, you know what's coming, you know what's going to happen. Hmm. Um, I think the only real difference in, in this is, is, like, trying to win his wife back by going undercover. Yeah, trying to, trying to prove himself as a hero kind of thing, isn't he, yeah. Yeah, I mean, after to be fair, I mean, it's a bit dickish what he does, but hmm. understandable, you know, at the oh, beginning. Yeah. And yeah, yeah and like I say, you know, especially like the um, the gangsters, you know, thought they were actually quite pretty good and stuff. And it just, it's just we've seen it all before a million times over, and there's nothing really new to it or the you know there's no big hmm. big shocks or anything like that but yeah it, it's 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 pretty decent you know 
I thought so. I mean, you know, there are some good sort of tense scenes in here. Like, um, there's a, there's a bit towards the beginning where he's um, yes, have a sit down meeting with like you know the head honcho sort of thing. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and he's like, you know, and he's, he's quite a pig or something. Oh no, no. After after that, so a bit later on, when, when you know, and uh, it's just the two of them in the room, and he's sort of saying, "Have you ever killed someone?" And he's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know that, that whole thing, it was quite quite interesting. But it, what what surprised me is, is the amateurness of it a little bit. You know, he's going undercover, so so the, they want him to wear a wire. You know, yeah. from from the very first moment, I'm thinking, yeah. surely you know, surely you're more likely to get frisked. You know, they're going to yeah, check you out. That, you know, the first couple of uh, meetings. I thought I thought that was ridiculous, really, and the fact that he yeah. sat there and he's sweating like a pig, and he's going, "I'm so aware of the bloody tape recorders, you know, strapped to my body right now." It's like, are you going to sweat anymore? They're going to see the outline of it, <laughs> you know, it's sort of stuck <laughs> to your body. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, maybe that's how they did it. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, probably. I mean, it, you know, it's based on true events and everything, as it says. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, you know, the, the sort of the gangster side of it, they, they all kind of blended into one a little bit. You know, um, yeah. for, for me, they didn't really sort of, you know, no no real sort of standouts. I, I did like Lucy Hale in it, who played the uh, the bartender. I thought she was very yeah. good. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, other than the sort of the voiceover bit, I thought Emil Hirsch was was pretty decent. This, I, I still stand by the fact that he was in one of the worst films of the year with that bloody John Cusack film called Pursuit, where he's got mm. bloody a cockroach tattooed on his face. But you know, he was good in um, the Price We Pay. That was that was a pretty decent film, and and in this, you know, he, he's doing really well as well. So yeah, I mean, opinion, I don't dislike him. Hmm. I, I, I did after that bloody film, but my my opinion of him has changed a lot, you know, yeah. after after the previous couple of films I've seen him in. So yeah, this is this is a pretty solid, you know, DTV sort of film based on based based on true events, as Steve says. It's nothing spectacular, nothing we haven't seen before, but it it, it does what it does quite well, I think. And on that note, how are you going to score it? I'll give it a seven. Yeah, it's a solid seven. You know, it's, it's it's there. You can't really sort of fault it too much. Um, you know, if you like Donnie Brasco, that sort of thing, um, this is this is pretty decent. So there you go. Two sevens for Inside Man. Go check it out. Our next film is The Cost of Vengeance. What do you do when a man responsible for killing the person dearest to you is captured, sentenced to 30 years, serves 10 of those years, and then is let out into the world having been considered reformed? Intent on dispensing their own brutal form of justice, two ordinary men abduct a felon who committed a horrific crime many years before. Um, Okay, so this is... For the most part, this is a very solid uh, thriller. Uh, it, it, it does get some good mileage out of its premise. Um, mm. I must admit, um, you know, the whole thing about the time lapse 
was it was lost on me for for a lot of the film. So I I was wondering if it was going to be one of these things where they've got the wrong guy. Yeah, you know they've yeah, abducted yeah, yeah. this guy, going it's definitely him, it's definitely him, sort of thing, and then it's going to turn out later that it's not, or 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 whatever. But no, I mean he, he pretty much confesses to it. Um, yeah, you know later on, but um, that that opening bit, you know when, when he goes to the uh, like Home Depot kind of place and gets all the the bits, you know, sort of the the the, the, um, the dust sheets and sort the of binding <laughs> the rope and all this sort of stuff, you know, it, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? You know. It, on, on the one hand, yeah, it probably does look quite innocuous as a guy just sort of, you know, maybe remodeling his kitchen or something. But surely some of these guys working at Home Depot must be thinking, that's exactly the sort of stuff you need for a kidnapping. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, years ago, I used to, used to work at B&Q. Mm. You know, and you're looking in the trolleys and stuff as you're walking around and you think, oh, there's the body. There's yeah. the body. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> you really do you really need that many garden but you know garden sacks <laughs> yeah, that sort of thing yeah. No. Yeah. the um yeah so it gets good mileage out of you know the setup of them sort of you know stalking the guy and all this and then they they get hold of him and you know there's a bit where they get stopped by the cops and all this you know and it's, it's good good bit of tension um that all works really well. What I was surprised about was how long it takes them to actually get around to doing anything. That, I'll be honest, that was my issue with it, is it's too long. It's drawn out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's nearly two hours. I think it's like one, an hour and 50. And about three quarters of the way through, it just kind of loses you, because it's just the same thing over and over again, mm. to be fair. You know, <clears throat> the was quite good. Um, but again, even I mean, what is it like half an hour, forty-five minutes for the even before they even get into yeah. where they get into, and yeah. yeah, you know, and it's like, well, they, they didn't really need all that stuff in. I mean, it, mm. they, if they'd have cut ten, twenty minutes out of it, I think it would have been a lot tighter, mm. uh, a lot more tension involved. It just kind of drags out a bit, and the ending's a little bit <laughs> not forced, but it's mm. a bit comical in, in a way. To be fair, and it kind of it does kind of break the tension of the film. It does uh, a bit, yeah. yeah. Especially what what happens and how it happens. You know, it's yeah. a bit like, come on, really? Yeah, that's a bit weird. That bit. Yeah. <laughs> But it is, you know, as I was saying, because we get this moment, you know, we 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 don't see what happens to, um, you know, the victim. Um, mm. But you know, they start stalking this guy. And it's like, yeah, it's him. It's definitely him, sort of thing. You know, he's living in this sort of like really shitty apartment. He's, um, you know, he's, he's a total slob, all this sort of stuff. But at the same time, he's he he's got this. He seems to have this sort of like happy-go-lucky nature to him. You know, yeah. you get when you see him go to the off license and that and buy some beers and he's all quite cheery and that and you're thinking, This doesn't seem like the sort of guy you'd expect, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's um so it's, so that's why I'm thinking, is it the right guy? You know, they got the right guy. But then he turned out, yeah, he's he, he got caught, he got um sentenced to thirty years for what he did, um, mm-hmm. but got let out after ten, sort of thing, you know, which is why these guys have decided to you know, they they don't feel he's um suffered enough, sort of thing. 
Um, I mean, that's it's also quite sympathetic towards him as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's you get you definitely get a bit of Stockholm syndrome in there. Hmm. Um, well, it is that sort of thing. I mean, this is you know, there's, there's there's a lot of cases where you know, um, where pe- people sort of like kind of second guess the ju- judicial system. Well, you know, in, in the, there are certain areas which are quite, um, you know, people have a sort of very sort of strong knee-jerk reaction to, like the um, the director of um, Jeepers Creepers. Mm. You know, he 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 got caught for, you know, um, certain child sex crimes. Exactly. Yeah, I can't remember his name. It's something going on there where he, he you know he molested one of his. Uh, sort of child actors or something, you know, but he got caught, did time for it, and then went back to work, basically, you know, and, and there is a thing, well, he, he's been tried and sentenced, you know, do, yeah. is that the end of it kind of thing? Or, you know, are, are we still allowed to cast our own judgment on, on the situation? You know, you know, it's that sort of thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, look at Polanski, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. You know, Never. Well, did he actually get tried? Who's that, sorry? Did he actually get tried for it? Because hmm. didn't he end up in house arrest a few years Oh, um, Roman Polanski, yeah. 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 Well, he's, 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 he's made a point of never setting foot in the US, has he, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah but, and I mean, it's, it's interesting as well with, that, with people like Roman Polanski and, and, and uh, whatever the hell that guy's name was. Um, there is is that sort of disconnect, you know. Are, are you allowed to disconnect the person from the art? You know what I mean. It's like, it's like it, there's that. but I, I digress. That's, that's not what was going on here at yeah. all. It's just no, no. you know, it, it's a bit <laughs> well, sort of cut and dry. Um, yeah. So so this is you know, it's really well done. I think it does sort of like run out of steam a bit towards the end as as to what it wants to do, or, or yeah. where it, where where it can really sort of go, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, the setup is 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 certainly very good. Um, so, on that note, Steve, how are you going to score it? I'll give it a six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, two sixes for the cost of vengeance. Um, it was originally called the cost, but it is getting released over here with the of vengeance editor, and because you know British people are thick, basically, and you know, well understand what the cost is about. But there you go. Um, yeah, so two sixes for the cost of vengeance. Go check it out. Our third review tonight is Heir of the Witch. An underprivileged seamstress haunted by her past seeks love and acceptance in high society, but is faced with a curse from her evil roots. So I think this is from Moldova. Or at least it's... it's well, um, she, she's supposed to be she's, from yeah. Moldova, isn't she? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, this is written, directed, and starring oh. um, the same person. Just bear me two six. Victoria U. Bell. That's the one. Yeah, Victoria U. Bell. Um, <clears throat> now, I am always a bit wary of passion projects like this, Steve. Because you know she's the director, she's also the writer and the star. Um, 
right, which means James the Dean Jewel. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where there's no um, there's uh, no 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 no, no telling it. exactly. Yeah. There's no opposing voice to you know to sort of. To, to bounce off against to sort of suggest you know maybe this isn't the best way of doing it or, or whatever you know it's 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 all in our own heads kind of thing you yeah. know uh, our, our own as i said it's our own project um i mean you know for a first time director at, um d- doing the first sorry first time feature director i should say um it's it's not a bad effort for sure there are elements in here the way certain scenes are lit reminded me a bit of Evil Dead 2. Um, there's certain graveyard scenes at night and things. It's, it's um, you know, sort of model effects work or whatever, but they get lighting effects sort of quite quite similar to Evil Dead 2, which is quite nice. And there's a couple of decent sort of um, makeup effects and things along the way. But yeah, it, it feels incredibly disjointed. And... At times, I I really just didn't have a clue as to as to what was going on or why we were seeing certain things um, at all. Yeah. I don't know how you felt about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the acting was terrible. Mm. I'll be honest, and especially the. Uh... You get the impression that they're not acting in their own language, though. I mean, there seems to be a lot of this recently, where I think you know it feels to me like they're being dubbed, but maybe they're just sort of acting. You know, maybe English isn't mm-hmm. their first language, sort of thing. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it seems a bit... Well, yeah, yeah disjointed is kind of a way... I mean, the acting, I thought, was terrible. Mm. The editing as well was all over the place. I don't know why. I mean, there's one scene where a little girl goes missing mm. from the park, and she runs in... Like, she's, like, running towards the woods to, to find it. And there's, like, four or five different cuts there, and it's, like... You don't need that. It's just you know that like being taken three where Liam Neeson yeah, jump over jumps the over the fence. fence. Yeah, and it's 15, fifteen separate cuts. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It was kind of like that in a way, and it's like you don't you don't need that kind of stuff. Mm. And it all just seemed a little majority of it seemed quite amateurish. I'll be honest. Mm. I thought some of the scares were pretty good, and. Some of the effects were quite good as well. I mean, the bit where the black guy gets accosted in the, mm. you know, outside the car, yeah. that bit was quite effective. I thought that bit was pretty decent, um, but a lot of it was just, yeah. And then the twist at the end, <laughs> it, I was like, yeah, it, it was just no, that's that's too far and too ridiculous that. But having said that, the actual like, you know, start of the affair, yeah, it just comes out of nowhere, <laughs> and I don't know how we keep that up for. So I mean, I, I suppose people do. I mean, you know, it does happen, but mm. in this situation, I just don't think that'd work out, and it just pushes credulity just too much in certain aspects. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing with the curse, I must admit, I, I found quite difficult to follow at the beginning. And it didn't oh. help. It didn't help that I've been watching old episodes of uh, Mock the Week. And, mm-hmm. and in particular, there's a whole thing. Ages and ages ago, there was, there was a thing about um, some council trying to get rid of some gypsies off their land. 
and Mickey, mm. Mickey, Mickey Flanagan was sort of doing this whole thing about, you know, this gypsy woman putting a curse on you, <laughs> all this sort of stuff. And that's all I could think of for a lot of this, going, I put a curse on you! <laughs> yeah. It's like, God. But, um, yeah, it's, it's unfortunately, we've had a lot of films like this recently, which are sort of, you know, this sort of just disjointed um, mm. scenes which don't seem to go anywhere. You know, flashbacks, yeah. which, you know, flashbacks, which just don't go anywhere as well. You know, they just just seem to be filler, basically, which is a shame. But, you know, it, at least it sort of ups the body count towards the end and, th- you know, things actually sort of happen, at least, you know. Um, there was one, there was one funny bit I do like was when she sort of tried to say to the, I think it's her daughter, isn't it, where she's going, don't worry, I'll protect you. And she's like, no, you don't have to protect me. It's not after me, <laughs> which I thought was great. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm fine. It's you. You're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. But anyway, um, how are you going to score it, Steve? Um, don't know if, but, but yeah, I'm going to give it a four. I thought my four might be a bit harsh, but you know what? Thinking about it, mm. it is. It is. It's a couple of weeks since I watched it now, and it's yeah, it's not really stuck with me so. I think cool. Yeah. Okay. It looks. It has a good look to it. Um, you know, there are some good technical aspects here. However, um, you know, may, maybe next time, get somebody else to, to to you know to develop the script, or give it to somebody else to read through. You know, something. You know, take on board a bit of criticism. You know, um, yeah, and sort of develop a more coherent film i think is is where we're coming from in this one so yeah i'm gonna give it a five so a four and a five for air of the witch go check it out our short film this week is rays of the cyborg When a group of cyborg criminals kidnap Grace, the girlfriend of a well-known enforcer, he seeks the help of a black market surgeon who convinces him that there's only one way to save her, become a cyborg himself. Uh, 25 minutes short this one, Steve. Yeah. And I felt it could be shorter, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of... Uh, fluff in here. There's some really good stuff, I have to say. Some some of the fighting stuff is great, um, and there's some great effects of the you know the, the various cyborgs. There's a whole thing with the cyborgs with the you know these uh, ones with their faces, sort of robot faces, and that and the, the yellow eyes. I thought that looked really really cool. Um, yeah. But I think the first half of it drags. You know, there's there's um, there's a lot a lot of fluff in there. Um, yeah. It does get better. As it goes on, this, you know, some of the fighting stuff is, is is great to see, and I did like his little high tech toys, like these little drones and these um those little bomb things that he, he attaches yeah. to people. Thought that was really really cool. Um, yeah. So, so, what do you think of this one? Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, the first half is a bit the uh, a bit slow and a couple of questionable things. You know, there's like. A flashback within a flashback, mm. within a flashback at one point. I was like, "Hang on a minute!" <laughs> Showing three different timelines at the same time. At, where, where, where am I up to? You see, this uh, this is the thing, right? This is you know, flashbacks within flashbacks, because you're basically saying, "Remember that time when?" 
Mm. Remember, it's basically saying, remember that time when we reminisced about that other time? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, why why did we do that? Why, why did we just reminisce to the first bit? You know, it's it's a weird, it's a weird thing to sort of set up. Yeah, yeah. It was just a little bit, hang on. Um, but then, you know, the the transformation took a bit too long as well. You know, did, did it really need all? Oh, it's calibrating. You know, yeah. <laughs> just just kind of get on with it. You know, get, let's get to the action on this one. That was um, a that was a funny bit when he when he goes to use his gun. It goes, oh, we haven't we haven't synced up the gun yet. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, so yeah, his Microsoft Office version of a cyborg arm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, when the you know when the action starts, it just gets ten times better, and ultimately, is is decent <laughs> from then on. Um, but yeah, I just thought it took too long to get going. I mean. Yeah. We've seen that many shots over the years, and now, you know, normally mm. it's like a 10, 10, 15 minute boom, straight into the action scene, done. I mean, this, I'll give it credit, he's trying to do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if it is, if they're using it as a proof of concept or, you know, using it to mm. get funding for a bigger, different project. I don't, I, I, personally, I don't know. I mean, having said that, it is from three years ago. Hmm. 2020 it was made, so I don't know if he's done anything since. I think I think it's yeah, it's it's. I mean, looking at it's it's been on the festival circuit for a while. Um, it's it's turned up on YouTube about two months ago, no. basically. So so yeah, it's. I mean, that's, that tends to be what happens. Is you know, in order to be considered for a lot of you know uh, festival competitions, you mm. you can't have it. On you know uh, in in the public domain basically so right okay yeah so you know what once it's done it's run then then they can sort of um, pop it release in, it yeah. basically yeah. so so yeah that's 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 where the delay is but but yeah um, it's uh, from a guy called Hayden Lee um, and he does have quite a few uh, think things on his um, on his YouTube page worth checking out probably uh, mm. on you know based on this. Um, wouldn't be surprised if there's some good stuff. Um, you know, usually we get rich to talk about, you know, the, the, these guys. But um, this is from Taiwan. And, yeah, it, it's pretty hard-hitting, pretty gritty. You know, yeah. there's, um, yeah, sort of quite quite a lot of nastiness in there as well. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely worth checking out. We don't score the shorts, but we do recommend you check them out. And we will put the link to this in the footnotes below. Go check it out. Our DTV throwback this week is Rockaway. A decorated war hero returns to the United States after the brutal murder of his wife and child back in ho- back home in Rockaway, Queens. He vows revenge against the network of neighborhood criminals responsible for their deaths. Um, yeah, I came across this film recently. Uh, it's from 2006. And it's available on Tubi. In America, and it's the only place I've been able to find it, uh, unfortunately. Um, so, you know, if, if you've got a VPN, then you can set it up to the United States as the source, then you, you can access Tubi, and I do recommend this. Um, yeah, so you got this guy, he goes back to his old neighborhood where his wife and daughter were murdered, and um, 
he, he basically just starts working his way through the, the food chain. You know, there, there's a good bit at the beginning where he starts slagging off these two guys who, who are literally, they've been using his house as a brothel as well. So, so you know, he goes in and kicks out all the, all the, the prostitutes. And this guy is sort of trying to, you know, front him basically. And he's sort of going, you're going to die and this sort of stuff. And he's sort of like pointing to his gun, which is sort of tucked in the front of his, his trousers. So, so mm. you know, a hero, just, he just reaches in, <laughs> grabs hold of the gun, just shoots his dick off, <laughs> which I thought was great. <laughs> you know, and that sort of sets the, you know, sets the tone of the film basically. So yeah. he finds out that sort of the, the, the head... You know the the guy who runs the drugs in in the neighborhood. He's actually working for the Russians, so so that changes his his mission plan. You know now he's after the Russians, and he starts playing this guy off against um you know the the the, the Russian mafia. Um, there's one guy of note in in the Russian mob played by Oleg Taktarov, who, if you remember um, Predators. Mm -hmm. He he's the sort of Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, the, the big Russian guy who's got the um the minigun. Big bulky guy. It's been that long since I've watched it. Alright. Is he if you see if you see his face, you go, Oh yeah, that's the guy. You know, he, he's he's pretty pretty memorable. Um but yeah, it, it, it's basically that. <laughs> this I'll I'll spoil it a little bit. About three quarters of the way film, our hero train, played by uh, Nicholas Gonzalez, he gets his eyes poked out and he spends the rest of the film blind, um, and he and he's still you know running rings around these guys. It's it's just a really well made film. Um, it's directed by two brothers, Jeff and Josh Crook. Um, they they did a couple of films and then they seem to have just sort of um, disappeared. Unfortunately, the last one was in. Uh, 2010 uh it's a shame because you know on on the basis of this they're they're, they're very competent very, very well written uh kind of thing I, i'd love to sort of see them do some more stuff these guys you know very impressed with what they what they did with this i'd certainly like to see more of it um yeah we don't score the uh throwbacks but we do recommend you check them out this is on tubi um it's, it's the only place i've been able to find it uh it's not available in the uk unfortunately but if you're able to sort of switch your VPN that way, then it's definitely worth checking out. And that is the end of this week's show. So cheers, Steve, for joining me with these films this week. Not a bad bunch overall, although Air, the, Air of the Witch was a bit lacking. But the other two are reasonably yeah. solid films. Um, Rich will be back with us next week, and we'll start thinking about our end-of-the-year review. It's, it's getting to that time. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I know. So, uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Twitter at the DTV Digest. Also, check out the um, the DTV Short Shots, where we've got links to loads and loads of excellent short films um, that Rich has curated over the years. I think it's something like eight hundred, something ridiculous like that. Um, mm. Something for everyone in there for sure. Uh, thank you for listening. Tune in next time. Listening to the DTV Digest. Let us know your thoughts in the comments and tune in again next time.